Welcome to Envision Broadcasting, the station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success, presents the Wellness Warrior Hour with the Wellness Ambassador, Dr. Shannon Denard. The Wellness Embassy and Wellness 360 Institute is the place where holistic medicine, science, psychology, and spirituality converge. Hello, Wellness Warriors. This is the Wellness Ambassador, Dr. Shannon Denard, with the Wellness Embassy and Wellness 360 Institute. I want to celebrate you for taking another step in your personal empowerment journey and invite you to experience our catalog of curriculum at www.wellnessembassydenard.org. Connect with me and the Global Warrior community on Facebook and YouTube. Don't forget to like, comment, follow, and subscribe. You will be empowered to evolve. Hello, Wellness Warriors. This is the Wellness Ambassador, Dr. Shannon Denard, with the Wellness Embassy and Wellness 360 Institute. And welcome, welcome, welcome to today's show. I have a colleague of mine who, of course, has been with us before, uh, Dr. Ian Levine. He is with Levine Neuro Coaching. And he is from the Cayman Islands, and he is a self-talk coach. And so let's welcome him on today. I am so happy to be here with my associate, Dr. Shannon Denard, and we are in for a treat with ourselves, and we are also in a treat with you. So it's a delight to be here, and the information which we will be sharing with you will change your life. We believe that. Thank you very much. Thank you for your welcome, Dr. Denard. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so Dr. Ian, of course, you have been on our show before and we have had extensive conversations concerning uh, universal laws, concerning wellness and well-being, concerning uh, cognitive behavioral therapy and cognitive function. Now, in one of our other uh, episodes that and shows that we have done, we opened up a conversation concerning iteration and rectification, the law of iteration and rectification. Now, now, I this is part of, of something that is really, really close to my heart. Uh, being in, in the wellness industry, being a naturopath, a multiple brain integration coach, and a neuro-linguistic practitioner. It, it's very important to me that uh, not only my clients, but the world globally, uh, you know, collective consciousness in general, we understand that you know, there are universal forces that are impacting our lives. And a lot of times we, we are totally and completely unaware of the influences that uh, these laws, universal and cosmic laws have on our, our, our lives as individuals on a 
uh, a microcosmic level. And so, you know, just really thinking about and becoming more aware of the law of iteration and rectification, I, I'm reminded of, you know, ancient texts that, you know, state that there's a time and a season for, for everything, for every purpose. Uh, and so as we sit here on today and just kind of review and, and think about and, and open up this dialogue concerning the law of iteration and rectification and how there are cycles and seasons and, you know, things that take place in our lives and and these are opportunities, these cycles are opportunities for us to uh, have a do-over, essentially, to, to you know, uh, take advantage of opportunities that maybe uh, in seasons past we were not aware of, things that we need to correct, um, results that we may have had in our minds as far as intentionality, but for whatever reason, it didn't come out. The end result didn't take shape and take form the way that we, you know, wanted it to. And so as we become more aware of the, the law of iteration and rectification, it could very well possibly be the missing link to our refinement from season to season and in order for us to more uh, deliberately create the life that we want and deserve to live, you know, uh, to have that happiness, to have that joy and that peace. And as we're going forward in discussing the law of iteration and rectification and improving ourselves, our personal performance, our empowerment, how we interact with uh, our families, and, and just in general, how we show up or who we show up as in the world. And so as we are talking about, you know, our internal dialogue and, and the influence of the law of iteration and rectification, these cycles and seasons that we uh, go through in our lives, how can we become more aware and not only become more aware, uh, but also cooperate with the, the law, this universal law of iteration and rectification to empower ourselves, um, to open up a, a dialogue within ourselves so that we can become more empowered and, and live our lives with, with greater intentionality. So awesome what you have said, uh, Dr. Denar. So awesome, very profound indeed. And as we know, as human beings, we always want to change the world. We want yes. to we want to change the person sitting to our left. We want to change the person sitting to our right, the person in front of us, the person behind us. We want to change our circumstances, everything which is internal or rather which is external as a starting point. But as you correctly said, the change that we have to make first 
the first level of change, the first layer of change must be an internal change. Yes. We can't change the whole world and our external environment or our, our external circumstances unless we first have that level of self-reflection, yes. what is happening on the inside. Oftentimes when I coach and I do my seminars and my coaching and consulting and my training, I always say this, and it becomes very profound to persons who are hearing this. And they simply say, Dr. Ian, can you please repeat that? I've never really heard this said before. So I often say, change from the inside in, then from the inside out. Normally when we hear about change, we often say, let's change from the inside out. But for me, I say, let's change first from the inside in, then from the inside out. Yes. So it's critical that we have that level of self-awareness, thoughts, feelings, and emotions. What am I feeling inside? Who am I feeling on the inside? What are my thoughts saying to me? What are my feelings saying to me? And what are my emotions saying to me? Easy said than done. But oftentimes, in the absence of an internal thermometer or measuring state or point of reference, mm -hmm. there are often persons within our space, within our environment, who can quickly tell us what is happening to us on the inside simply because our internal dialogue and i think you used that word earlier or that phrase our internal dialogue our internal presence our internal who we are is oftentimes translated into our behavior so you want to tell how a person is behaving on the inside. You want to dissect how a person feels on the inside. You want to figure out how a person is thinking. Simple, observe their behavior. Their behavior will tell us or tell you what that person is experiencing on the inside. So a part of our self-reflection, a part of our our self-awareness mechanism is to also listen to the voice of others. The reality is we, sometimes we say that we are our worst critic, but I beg to differ, differ here that we are our best critic because we, 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 <laughs> we don't want to say what is happening good on the inside because if we do that, sometimes we think that person will perceive that we are being arrogant and we don't want to say what is deficient on the inside because persons will say to us well we are a mess but when we listen to persons saying well I see this in you what do you think that gives us that level or that layer of self-awareness but outside of that outside of having that 
external voice pointing to us what we need to change, what we can develop within ourselves. We have the personal innate responsibility to sit and have a full analysis of who we are and what is going on within us. And once again, we are spirit, we are soul, we are body. Yes. And what is happening in our spirit will affect our soul and will affect our body. What is happening in our soul will affect our spirit and our body and vice versa. What is happening within our physiological space, within mm -hmm. our physiological makeup, naturally will have some type of effect, negative or positive on our soul and our spirit. So it's having that entire holistic layer, holistic yes. perspective of who we are. But as you correctly say, we must have that level of self-awareness. We must take that self-audit. And a part of that is also spending time with me, spending yeah. time with yourself mm -hmm. and just taking notes. Yes. Taking notes. What is, what is good about me? What needs to be developed? What are my strengths? What needs to be developed? And I know that I said that word developed twice because I try not to bring in the word weakness or what are your weaknesses because persons grasp that word weakness as guess what, a weakness, putting themselves in the space of being deficient. So yeah. what are my strengths and what can I develop in order to make myself a better person? So when we look at ourselves once again, our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, when we look at ourselves from a spiritual perspective, where we are spiritually, where we are psychologically, and we know this in this era that we are in, starting from 2020 until now and beyond, mm -hmm. you know that the whole theme of mental health has been yes. highlighted yes. and heightened. Mm -hmm. So we have that feel within ourselves that we now have to digest our mental state how are we feeling emotionally psychologically mentally and once we understand that clearly understand that without minimizing ourselves without making ourselves more than we are but understanding ourselves in the present moment oftentimes we hear about being present and these these things they aren't just cliches or buzzwords. That's right. That's this is a reality. Yes. This is literally a re reality. And we know we can't change what happened yesterday. We cannot. Literally, we cannot change what happened yesterday. Literally, we cannot change what happened a split second ago. We have to absorb ourselves, embrace ourselves at this moment in the present. Yes. Yeah. However, within reason, we cannot change the future, but however, we can influence the future for the Absolutely. decisions which we make today. Yes. Yes. Will influence our tomorrow. That's right. We might not experience a total change in the outcome which we are expecting. Mm -hmm. But although there may not be that level of change, that level of expected change, we have that 
personal responsibility to influence our future. Yes. Yeah. And before I hand back over to you, Dr. Dinar, normally when we hear about our future, we're thinking about 10 years from now, you, we often hear about long-term goals and short-term goals. But I want to bring this a bit closer to us that when I'm speaking about our future, I'm even speaking about literally the next five minutes, the yes. next 10 minutes, yes. the next hour, because there are some decisions that we can literally may right now as we are sharing and dissecting this theme mm -hmm. that can have an effect positive or negative good or bad or on an outcome within mm -hmm. the next 10 minutes yes so our, our future is closer than we think That's and right. i i believe that the reason why some person fail to take that step even as Napoleon Hill, he, all, he often spoke about having a definiteness of purpose. Yes. But we become a bit nonchalant, nonchalant with our lives and we say, okay, I'm good. I, I, am, I am only 20 years of age and I still have 30 more years before I become age 50. So I still have time to, to maneuver the space. And you will realize that what you think is 30 years is actually just 10 years. The time goes by so quickly. Yeah. So whatever we do today, we have to understand that it will, without a shadow of a doubt, it will have an effect, a level of influence on our future. And just to remind us all that our future does, just doesn't mean 10, 15, 25 years from now, but it also means five minutes from now, 10 minutes from now, yes. within the next hour, within the next day, within the next week, or within the next month. But having that self-awareness from the inside in, and then having that no change from the inside out, we as a, a humanity will be able to achieve all that we have been created to achieve and to yes. go the places that we have been ordained to go. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think it's very profound how you uh, brought into uh, our understanding and awareness about what the future actually is and when we began to think about um, the the law of iteration and rectification the opportunity to have uh, another cycle where we can do something different if if we uh, had uh, a situation or circumstance uh, yesterday or yesteryear or yester moment, that we did not quite like the outcome or the result uh, five minutes from now, uh, five months from now, five years from now, there will be another opportunity to do something differently, to influence, to take, take that empowerment to influence our lives from the inside. Uh, influence how much joy, how much peace we have. 
um, how we interact and show up in the world. And when you begin to speak about the awareness, uh, I personally believe that awareness is the empowerment and the ability to change, not just change ourselves internally, but to and what, but once we change ourselves internally, orient in a different direction, then externally, our circumstances and, and situations begin to show up differently. Um, and that awareness uh, begins first with what we are saying, our internal dialogue, our uh, self-talk, if you will. And so that, that self-talk um, shows up or at least gives us a different opportunity to do something differently. Um, and so um, that leads into uh, a different behavior. And, and you made the mention. So, so I would like to kind of spend a moment uh, on those two points. The first one being the, uh, our internal dialogue and, and how when we are able to recognize that there's uh, always a limitless opportunity to do something different, to be empowered, and to deliberately make a different choice. Um, but it begins with what we are saying to ourselves and at the same token, being able to see and understand that God, the, the universe, whatever you acknowledge as the higher power is sending you a reflection of yourself, of what it is that you need to uh, work on or change or what the next step is that you need to do in order to manifest what you want to manifest. But that can only be done by you seeing yourself, uh, hearing yourself, and then taking a different course of action. What you say when you talk to yourself, Dr. Dinar, you just spoke about self-talk. And we know that every waking moment, we are engaged with self-talk. Yes. Whether at a subconscious level or at a conscious level, we also know that our life, our entire life is influenced by 95% of our subconscious life. Mm -hmm. So our entire existence is controlled by what is happening subconsciously at a 95% subconscious level. Yes. Which just leaves approximately, and I know 95 plus 5 equals 100. So 95% at a subconscious level. But it doesn't necessarily now mean that our consciousness or conscious awareness or our conscious conversation is at 5%. But just make it simple. Let's make it simple to simply say 95% subconscious and 5% conscious. 
So almost our entire life, our entire thoughts, feelings, emotions, conversations mm -hmm. with ourselves and conversations which we are having on a daily basis with other persons. Is that a conversation sincere to my heart? Are ah. these conversations which are conversations based on how we were programmed? Ah, yeah. Oftentimes I say to persons, my clients and persons I train and coach and consult with, are you really you? Mm. <laughs> and wow. this comes across really deep. And it comes across with uh, what type of question are you asking me, Dr. Ian? But I say, are you really you? Mm -hmm. Or are you <laughs> an image, picture, wow. a replica of your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your pastors, the persons with a voice of authority in yeah. your life? Yeah. And when I say that person just sit back and they reflect and guess what comes up? And this isn't just things that we say to our clients and customers in uh, our clients within our professional coaching environment or space or where we're doing training. But these are candid, real life conversations which we have within our household. And then you ask that question, are you really you or are you really someone else? Wow. You know what happens, Dr. Denard? Person begin to literally reflect mm -hmm. and they say you know what someone said said to me a couple of weeks ago and i'm just using these as examples that person would have said to me you know what dr ian someone said to me a couple of weeks ago you have mannerisms like your father <laughs> mm -hmm. or the way you did this thing i saw your because they know your parents very well, you know, it seems like you are just replicating what they did or what they said to you. And this is real within our love, so within our life. So subconsciously, subconsciously we are picking up cues mm. from our environment. We are picking up cues or have picked up cues from our parents, our brothers, our sisters, our pastors, with those, as I said before, with a voice of authority in our life. And that actually becomes our self-talk. What yes. do you say when you talk to yourself? Yes. And as we are speaking on this particular theme, subject, topic, once again, we have to analyze who we are from the inside from a self-awareness perspective yes knowing that we are getting or having or receiving over 60 60,000 thoughts per day having yes. over 60,000 thoughts per day and many of those thoughts are negative non-productive thoughts thoughts which are working against us Actually, with all the studies, studies I've done in the area of self-talk, we've been told that at least 77% of the thoughts which we think 
that these thoughts are negative, non-productive thoughts, thoughts that work against us. But we know, and that's, that's being very generous, we know that those negative thoughts and thinking and patterns can be at least 80 to 90%, especially in this space where mental health, the challenges of mental health, those challenges have overtaken our lives. So if the whole aspect of mental health has increased, it simply means that our levels of stress, anxiety, fear, worry, and every negative thought process or thought pattern, it means that those patterns and thoughts are extremely high. Extremely, extremely high. And the reality is that what we are doing right now, yourself, Dr. Denard, and myself, Dr. Ian, this is actually a part of the solution. Yes, yes, absolutely. A part of the solution. And why do I say this? Because when we want to build muscle, when we want to get fit, we, we go to the gym, we go to a space, we go to an environment which is conducive for our outcome. That's right, absolutely. Physically, for our physiological being. Mm -hmm. We go to a space which is conducive for our outcome. Yes. Therefore, when we want to enhance ourselves on a psychological, emotional, mental level, mm -hmm. we have to also engage our time and energy in a space which is conducive for the outcome. That's right. And it's important that I take my time and that I say this, that there is nothing wrong or I, I, I rephrase that, that there is everything right yeah. to see a therapist, a coach, a psychologist, a psychotherapist, anyone who can assist us and can assist you to become a better person, psychologically and emotionally and mentally there is everything right about that equation there is everything right about that step and there's everything right about that scenario why because those persons just like dr denard and myself we are trained practitioners within our own field and within our own space Yes. And we can help you. We are part of the happy solution <laughs> to help persons to become a better version of themselves from yes. the inside in and then from the inside out. Yes. And before I hand back over to you, Dr. Dinar, it's about what we often say on our shows that the most important words in the world or the most important words in your life are the words which you say when you talk to yourself. But if you, within yourself, if there is not that capacity to say those good, those good wholesome, strong, healthy words to yourself, we want to assure you today that when you engage, as we are engaging now, that this is a part of that process 
And as you see other coaches and consultants and trainers and other practitioners, they too will encourage you, inspire you, empower you to increase that level where you can begin to say those positive words to yourself, Dr. Denard. Yes, absolutely. Um, Dr. Ian, it's very profound that you uh, make the mention of what our heart's desires are and how um, the other voices that has had uh, influence, you know, teachers, preachers, uh, parents, um, th those are the voices that have had the, the influence to actually program our um, subconscious or unconscious way of being and the dialogue that is within us. And I, I think it's very important that we understand that as we're talking about uh, being more aware and understanding uh, how to, to be in, in life, how to interact with life, it's, it's very important to understand also that we need to basically uh, investigate on if whether or not we are really being true and authentic to ourselves. If whether or not, um, you know, on, on a simpler, uh, re really elemental plane, uh, if whether or not the things that we, we say that we like, if it is really true and authentic to us, or if it's something that was programmed in us by culture, or if it's something that was programmed in us by parents or, or teachers or preachers, those that have had uh, authority, a voice of authority within our lives. And so as you, as you were speaking, I, I was thinking about the, the impact on those voices versus our own voice. You know, sometimes those voices, the, the voices of that programming can be so loud that we uh, don't really uh, have the ability to hear and, and to become aware of that still small voice within us, that voice that is connected to our heart. And, and you know, I believe, and it's my personal belief, that, you know, Jesus, one of the, the, the main things that his teachings show us is that our heart center should be the instrument of perception. It, it should, not just our minds or our instinct, you know, not just the place uh, that we think consciously, but our heart, are we in alignment with what we feel and what we think? Is, is the programming, what we, what we believe, what we've been told, what we've been taught, is it in alignment with 
what really and truly brings us joy, what we really and truly feel like our sole purpose or our mission is in life. And so that, that internal dialogue um, has to be, has to become made known to us and we become aware of it in order to, to change it. Cause you, you can't change what you don't know or you're unaware of that's actually there. And again, I think this is part of the missing link opportunity that the law of iteration and rectification brings to us. It, it literally brings to us uh, the reflection, a mirror that says, look, you know, this is the, the time, the season, the moment, the opportunity, and, and we're showing you that this is where, this is where you are in terms of where you want to be. And not only are we as, you know, God, the, the universe, or, you know, whatever you acknowledge as a higher power, because it is a communication. We're constantly communicating as spirit beings. We're constantly communicating with the environment around us. But as the, the law of iteration and rectification is making that impact, in our lives as we become aware of it and that mirror shows us then we are empowered but we first have to be aware of what those uh dynamics and the programmings of you know preachers teachers parents you know those who have had influence over us so powerful absolutely powerful what you highlighted dr denar and as you were speaking there, lots of things started to go through my mind. And as we, we spoke about those voices of parents, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, pastors, whoever, those voices of authority, that those voices actually became our voice. Yes. But it's now time for us. And I love the word that you use earlier and we keep hearing this word being authentic it's now time for our voice a voice which is authentic that voice mm -hmm. to become alive within our life and how can this happen this can happen when we are resolute to yes. make that change yeah i heard you said a bit earlier that we cannot change unless we know what has to be changed. Yes. So it is now a responsibility on us to find out within us what needs to be changed. We know in the realm of leadership, we have this 360 assessment. Mm. This 360 assessment in leadership where a leader is now allowed to be quote-unquote critiqued by his peers by his peers to tell him or her who they really are as a leader and i believe that we also 
is critically important upon ourselves to have our own unique 360 self-awareness assessment. Yes. We, because the reality is, although we, although we many times may not want to be truthful to ourselves, truthful to ourselves, that we have to know engage in a time to be truthful to ourselves once again so that we can become the best we can be in this life and for the future yes absolutely absolutely uh wow this this has definitely uh been very informative um and we're we're gonna take a break but what when we come back what i would like to focus on is the the aspect of our actions and earlier you you made the mention you know we're we're not only discussing about the the self talk but we're also looking at and examining how to change our actions you know because once we once we realize what programming uh, is there that is in a direct conflict with what our heart's desire is, or it's in conflict with what our soul purpose is. It's in conflict with uh, what uh, our true authentic nature is. Uh, once we identify those programmings and, and you know, you can realize what it is because if if the internal dialogue does not bring you joy or bring you happiness and and you're seeing the manifestation of that what i would call negative and, and negative only being that it's not giving you the result that you want to 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 uh, obtain then once you recognize it then we have to have a course of action uh to be able to not only see but then you know utilize the the moment that that timing when we when we are in the midst in that that present moment of the situation or the circumstance so that we can do something differently and so when we come back i would like to spend a little bit more time on how uh, uh, what the process is, how we can change our actions. And in a moment, we'll come back and, and then just kind of delve into that. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hello, Wellness Warriors. This is the Wellness Ambassador, Dr. Shannon Denard with the Wellness Embassy and Wellness 360 Institute. The Wellness Embassy is the place where holistic medicine, science, psychology, and spirituality converge. I wanna personally invite you to explore our catalog of curriculum, which includes our Life Mastery Series and our Transcendence coaching to healing courses. If you are ready to be empowered to evolve, please visit wellnessembassydenard.org. Again, 
That's www.wellnessembassydenard.org. I'll see you in the inner sanctum. Thank you for listening to The Wellness Warrior with the Wellness Ambassador, Dr. Shannon Denard. At the Wellness Embassy and Wellness 360 Institute, holistic medicine, science, psychology, and spirituality converge. To become a wellness warrior, follow us on Facebook and visit http colon forward slash forward slash www.wellnessembassydenard.org, where you will be empowered to evolve.